When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Media Podcast. I'm Ollie Mann. On today's show, we're recording live at the first ever British Podcast Awards, which took place on Saturday in King's Cross. The industry is just 13 years old and America has taken an early lead in this fledgling market with shows like Serial and S-Town and million dollar budgets on some shows for Gimlet Media. But tonight, the British industry assembles in the same room. We'll hear from people staking their businesses on podcasting. We'll also hear from the winners themselves about the secrets of their success and what needs to be done to create a viable long-term business for creatives. It's all to come on today's media podcast. Now, I'm actually presenting the awards tonight, so I'm going to nip off and do that now. I'll leave you in the very capable hands of guest host Rihanna Dillon and producer Peter Price. So I'm in the foyer of the Platform Theatre at King's Cross and I'm pleased to welcome uh, two experts of the podcasting industry who are here this evening at the inaugural British Podcast Awards. Uh, Ruth Fitzsimons, Senior Vice President of International Operations at Audio Boom, and Jason Phipps, who is Head of Audio at The Guardian. Welcome to you both. Uh, Ruth, what does this mean for the industry to have these awards? This is absolutely a fantastic event. Like, in all honesty... It is about time that we had an award ceremony just dedicated towards podcast. You know, it is a thriving medium. It's growing massively. There's lots of creativity in the industry. And it and it, because it is a different medium, it does need to be judged in different terms, really, from just radio. You know, radio is a fantastic medium in and of itself. But podcasting is a bit different. It's consumed differently. You know, you can get a lot more niche in the way that you, you know, talk about things. You can also create narrative arcs that really do bring people on journeys. And you don't have to worry about, you know, making sure they tune in each week. They are listening each week because they're downloading and subscribing and, and, and really getting engaged. So it's it's really an honour to, to kind of be here today. I think everyone's very excited. Yeah, I think I think I feel emotional about it. I was just saying to Ruth that I think it's a pivotal moment. I think we'll look back in a decade at this time and and, and say and think how, how simple it was and how broke we were. But um, hopefully we're saying that from a very affluent position. But I, I, you know, I do. I, I think it's creatively uh, a sort of a pivotal point. I think it's obviously um, a pivotal point for the business. Um, the Americans are coming. I suppose Panoply is already here. I, I, I imagine over the next couple of years, some of the Americans will have podcasts in this because they'll be British-made podcasts for the big American networks. And I think Ruth is exactly right, which is it's not radio. It's full of radio people sometimes, and there's lots of great radio shows that make great ra- podcasts, but podcasts have definably something different about them. 
So can you define that difference? I mean, essentially, it's for a headphone generation. It's basically they're an uber intimate medium. There's conversations that you can have via the headphones, via that sort of very intense intimacy that you can't have on the radio in the kitchen. Uh, also, those big arcs. Ruth is exactly right. Those big narrative arcs. Radio finds them very hard to do, and, and podcasts find them not easy to do, but they're kind of it's, it's a flexible enough kind of medium that you can do that. Um, yeah, and also it just allows independent voice. Like the range of people here, it, it does not look like a radio awards. Yeah, you know, I can tell you that. And I've been to enough of them over the years. This is full of young people, <laughs> gender balanced, and and those independent voices have an access in, in, in podcasting that they wouldn't have had in the radio industry. It's yeah, radio and industry. I, I think that's partially because the way podcasting starts is, is a little bit different. You know, podcasting is all about the individual's voice. You know, that's kind of one of the key differences. You know, audiences tend to have a relationship with their, their podcast host, and that's a very intimate relationship. But partially because you can just set it up yourself and kind of come to a platform like Audioboom or some of the other platforms that are out there and immediately start broadcasting, essentially putting it up on iTunes, putting it up on Deezer, putting it up on Stitcher or TuneIn, a whole plethora on Spotify, means that you don't have to wait for a tap on the shoulder from a commissioning editor. That is extraordinary because a huge amount of those commissioning editors are quite rightly serving their audiences. That's what they're paid to do. However, there's lots of people who don't get represented as part of that. So it just allows for alternative voices and it also allows for people to be really creative because they're not looking at the clock. They're not thinking, is this gonna fit in 60 seconds? They're thinking to themselves, no, this episode might be 20 minutes long, the next episode might be an hour long because it merits it. And you know, you can bring audiences on that journey with you. So yeah, it's that, that's why this is just so exciting, I think, today, to kind of see all these people come and actually be recognized. So Jason, you said earlier that the Americans are coming. Would it be true that, that, that I mean, the first 13 years of podcasting since The Guardian itself coined the term, was perhaps dominated by American podcasts. So why has it taken uh, until now for uh, British podcasts to come up to the same level? Well, I mean, I just think there's no business model for podcasting until recently, until the last couple of years here in the UK. It's taken a long while for those kind of, you know, agencies and brands and the advertising industry generally to understand that it's a very different proposition. There's always been this confusion, like, oh, you know, we don't, we don't, sh we, we don't rank very highly in, in a kind of radar sense, but, you know, but incrementally people have understood that the kind of engagement levels um, and, and also the kind of super niche I mean the, it, in a way what's more powerful than our big radar figure I think is actually going to a, a brand or an agency and saying oh you, you know the 200,000 people that will buy your products that will sustain you they listen to our podcast um, so there's a lot of that just market research understanding audio boom are doing incredible work as advocates ACAST doing incredible work as advocates um, it's it, that's really what's changed and just the size of the market so it's an obvious thing isn't it like the American market is just like so humongous I mean to be honest with you we're just saying like a lot of our audiences here in the UK are in the US you know some of our podcasts it's way over 50% of our audience in The Guardian are actually in the US so you know we, there's growth for us both here and there's there's growth opportunities for us to take some of the you know take some of that growing market in the US absolutely like you know that thing of the Americans are coming well also it's interesting because we're a global platform you know we have offices here in uh, London New York M Melbourne and Mumbai and what we're seeing is that those audiences 
are listening all over the globe to some of these massive podcasts. And the engagement rate, just to pick up on that, that is the key difference, I think, and that will bring long-term revenues for podcasting. So engagement rates are really high. We did a recent survey, and we found that nearly 40% of people have both tried or researched something that is recommended in a podcast. Now, you go in and talk to advertisers, and you know we go into big companies. We go into kind of like, you know, somewhere like... Um, you know, publicist media, or we go into WPP or one of those, and, and they're saying to us, "We think podcasting is one of the most underused mediums." That now that is incredible because you have an engagement rate and a relationship with the podcast host. So, I think that will continue to grow. The more money and advertising that comes in, the more is able to sustain this industry. People can get more creative. People can do things that are bigger. And then, of course, then there's better content for people to listen to. So it's self-fulfilling. It's also a reason why it's it's kind of sustained itself and it's still here after 13 years, after the kind of bubble, deflation bubble, is that um, podcasting in the UK is definitely like the R&D department of the radio industry. It's been a way to test and grow. And I've watched the BBC sort of, not, not quite ape things, but like definitely learn in a way that internally would have been problematic for them, but they've used podcasting, the success of podcasting, as a means to kind of really learn about younger audiences. That a lot of the BBC have kind of not, not given up on, but let's just say visualizing radio is kind of giving up on it. And and, and podcasting is like I said, it's been the sort of like unpaid freebie or indeed departments of public service broadcasting and it's that's been its value as well. Now, these awards are the very first of their kind in Britain, and we've got some incredible talent in the room. Scroobius Pip is here. Yeah. Scroobius has uh, two shows up for awards tonight. Uh, the BBC are here. As... As purveyors of podcasts... Although you'd never know it from their news online stories. Can podcasts turn a profit? Is podcasting the mini-disc of today? And about a billion articles promoting S-Town. It may be less than a billion, but this is the podcast world. Stats aren't really our thing. And the winner of the Audio Boom Best Podcast Award is... Pause for dramatic effect. Fathers and Sons by Radio Wolfgang with Mr. Porter. Congratulations, guys. I mean, what an amazing award. You've basically just been deemed the best of the best in podcasts. Thank you. How do you feel? This is unbelievable. You know when you go to the, you see the Oscars and like, you know, people are just kind of saying, oh, I never really expected this award. I was like, I didn't even know this award existed. Like, you know, but this is incredible. I, I, you know, honestly, but like the people that are involved in it, Harry Watson, who is the executive producer, isn't here. uh, And Ivor and Taz here, they're like actually incredible. They're the best. Obviously, they're clearly the best of the best. Lena, who also couldn't make it tonight, Um, shout out to her. Um, And also, I want to shout out to our contributors because they shared really intimate parts of their lives with us. We did it uh, with Mr Porter, and it was a look at modern masculinity through the eyes of fathers and sons. Yeah, we talked to like a barbershop, a piano tuner, a father and son experiencing cancer, 
transgenderism. And a father who wants to try out Tinder, well, <laughs> online dating for the first time, with the help of his grown-up son. We found some of them through people we knew. Uh, we found some of them through charities as well, you know, just looking for the people that wanted to tell their story, really. So it's all those kind of avenues, mainly through people we knew, just actually yeah. meeting people. Like piano tuner actually tuned a couple of my friends' pianos and he turns up to all his jobs in a Raspberry Beret, <laughs> which isn't actually a tribute to Prince, it's actually to be able to be spied. Great story, that. <laughs> that didn't make it to the cut, but that's, that's some exclusive content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to thank Mr. Porter for helping us make this podcast. That's the key thing. And they came to us with this incredible brief, which was, you know, we don't necessarily want to promote our brand or our clothes or anything like that. We just want to kind of like, you know, we want to create a podcast which is... Uh, you know about modern masculinity mm-hmm. through this lens of father and son so it's, it's, it's really incredible for them actually to be here so, so thank you to them I think it's uh, giving them the space and time uh-huh. to say what they want to say you know um, for example on the on the change we spent a long time sitting with them talking to them letting them tell them what they tell us what they wanted to tell us so uh, and then we take it away and make something of that it's there's no restrictions on that part so I think that's why we we did it and it clearly Works. And actually also a big shout out to my cousin Dom who did the first episode, The Captain, for sharing it with us because it was a bit it was like a weird like going to a family thing and talking to him about some really heavy stuff. Him and his son really opened up and it was really beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah. Learned so much about them that I didn't know. What advice would you give to those people who are starting out trying to make a podcast? I've, like for me I kind of came into this whole thing without any sort of podcast experience. I think for me, it's just like, get out there and do it. If you hear a great story, just, you know, like sit down with someone, ask some questions, just be curious and have fun with it. That's my my catchphrase, by the way. (laughs) Copyright, trademark, don't. (laughs) The winner of the Listener's Choice Award 2017 is Kermerd and Mayo's Film Podcast. I'm Robin Bullock, I'm the editor of the show. I'm Emily Cook. I am the guest booker. I'm Jamie Rowland. I'm the video producer. None of us are Simon Mayo or Mark Carroll. We're sorry no, about that's that. That's okay. We're just some producers. <laughs> but amazing producers, right? I mean, you... Not really no. attractive as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those... I mean, I'm sure there aren't that many people at home who haven't heard of this podcast, but for those who haven't, what is this about? Well, this is... Well, there's a debate about what this is about, really. Uh-huh. It's kind of about film reviews, and it's kind of about interviewing A-list stars, but it's also kind of about two men bickering... <laughs> Yeah. About you know, two all male sorts egos of stuff. against each other. It's a little bit about obscure music you've never heard of. Uh-huh. It's hugely about the audience, though, which is why we're so excited about this because the audience's contribution to our show and our podcast is massive. You know, the reviews that they send in, uh, the stories they tell us, the stuff they tell us about their lives. You know, and every funny joke and every running gag on the podcast comes from the audience. So. You know, they, it's their show, the Wittertainies, and that's why we're so chuffed about this, because this, this award kind of comes from them and goes back to them. Do you think this podcast has kind of almost helped to launch the popularity of podcasts? Because well, might... you think of podcasts, you think of this. Yeah, well, that's nice to know. And we are a radio show and also a podcast, but mm-hmm. what we've always done is decided to make the podcast just a bit different mm-hmm. and the podcast have a bit extra in it. Uh, Mark and Simon always feel a bit more relaxed and free and easy in the podcast, even though the rules are actually all the same, but right. they don't think so. <laughs> and so we kind of go off piste a bit. They can ramble. They're not worried about timings mm-hmm. and hitting junctions and all that stuff. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we've been around a long time. We were mm-hmm. one of the earliest podcasts. So I suppose from that point of view, yeah. 
And can you see this format changing anytime soon, or do you think actually this is a sort of golden? God no, people thing. like it. We're not going to change anything. <laughs> Nothing at all. Um, no, I mean we, we occasionally add things and different ideas, and things change. And, and I think the kind of evolution of the show is actually uh, the, the stuff that again that comes from the audience. You know, the topics, the subjects, the jokes, the gags that go on, and then we kind of move on to something else. Um, we're not planning any big changes, um, but you know, you never know. Yeah. All right. Congratulations again. And enjoy your evening, and yeah, have a lovely night. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. Thank you very much Thank for talking you. to us. So it's my great pleasure and pride to give the gold award to Melanin Millennials from the Shout Out Network. So Melanin Millennials is a unapologetically black, but also person of color, social commentary on what's happening in our world as millennials as people of color as women of color as black women specifically Mm -hmm. as me and my co-hosts are both black women and so we actually kind of dissect a lot of like feminism politics mental health sex relationships everything that you can think of that affects the millennial mind we're covering it from like (laughs) our unique perspective i feel like i don't really need to ask this but what did inspire you to start this podcast well (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was literally nothing out there um i remember like i've done this talk before but i um did a talk about you know starting the shout out network which is what Mm -hmm. our show's about and i'm the ceo of the shout out network so when i started it um when we both started it we were looking for shows that would kind of tell the black british perspective from a unique perspective that's not like grime or street culture or road culture and we were just like okay how can we do this and me and satya got to talking and we just started the show. It's like, okay, we're going to be black women. We're two black women. And we come from, she's from Portugal originally. Okay. I'm from the UK, mm-hmm. but I've lived in the Caribbean. We've both lived abroad. And we were just going to talk about, you know, the things that affect us as women. And as millennials specifically, <laughs> we can't afford shit. Sorry. And I'm, also people I know you're broadcasting. talk about millennials all the time. And you feel like you never actually hear yeah, from, from actual, actual millennials. millennials. Yes. So yeah, we kind of just are very unapologetic about like we're our age and we can't afford anything we can't do a lot especially if you're a person of color there's a lot of things against you we're kind of like underemployed as people Uh and I think that's a very common story so we kind of just talk about that and we also are very kind of just honest and we also engage our listeners in that conversation so they're very much a part of the conversation and they can relate to it and when they have opinions and when they have like really strong opinions Uh and strong views we put it into the podcast (laughs) and there it is everyone can't can't stop that 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a podcast that pulls no punches. The winner of best sport podcast, yeah, there's a clue there, is Fight Disciples. Obviously tonight is Anthony Joshua versus Vladimir Klitschko. We are the Fight Disciples, so... Literally three hours ago at the hotel, we flipped. Well, we played uh, uh, rock, rock paper, scissors. paper, scissors. Adam won, so Adam has gone to AJ Klitschko. The fight, myself and uh, and Mike, who's the producer, we came to the award show. We're, we're an independent show. We've been going fourteen months, and um, we're just guys that love fight sports. It's, it was super niche, and we know we're super niche, but we love it. We're passionate about it. And to, to come here tonight and to, to pick up the best sports show is just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Like it's kind of a bit emotional for us, but now we've got to kind of find somewhere to watch the fight. Annie George was fighting Vladimir Klitschko in like, oh my God, they're, minutes. they're in the ring in like 50 minutes, so we've got to try and get to Wembley now. But this is amazing. This is incredible. And honestly, we, we, we've enjoyed it. We, we started a podcast because... We love fight sports, the three of us, we're, we're so passionate about it. Fight sports right now, boxing and UFC, mixed martial arts, has never been stronger in the UK. Uh, it's the best time right now since post-war Britain, basically. And uh, we're just riding the crest of the wave. We, we've enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, the winner of Best Current Affairs podcast is The Inquiry. Uh, well, The Inquiry is a, a weekly podcast which tries to answer a difficult question in the news through talking to four experts and getting to an actual answer which in its own way is quite a subversive thing to do and you know how did you first get started with the inquiry uh, it was about three years ago now i think mm-hmm. and i think it's probably two actually oh was it two years ago oh, and one of the things i think we were thinking about was that there i don't think there's a single radio show which asks quite controversial questions and always gives you an answer at the end of it so why do you think it works specifically as a podcast then? We created a very sort of rigid format, mm-hmm. which is editorially difficult, but allows us to navigate these really complex subjects with total clarity. Our big mission is clarity. So there's ever a point at which somebody would be lost. So much of what we do is we say too much, too fast, it's too complicated. The inquiry doesn't shy away from complex subjects, but it tries to provide real clarity through our format. And I think having the consistency of format is a strength for a podcast. You know, listeners know what they're going to get they feel inside the club they, they understand the rules they understand the remit mm-hmm. and they know what they're going to get ladies and gentlemen your first podcasting champion is adam buxton um, if i was to give people out there a tip for connecting with the biggest number of people possible it would be to find a good editor and a good producer i'm sure there's a lot of them out there tonight so why didn't you steal one? I love you. Bye! Okay, and the gold goes to a podcast that managed to show that behind every pointy-headed geek... 
geeks rule. There is a real human being who bleeds the same as anybody else and has a wicked sense of humor. The winner is Scientist, Not the Science by Stuart Higgin. So um, I'm a scientist, that's my day job, and I interview other scientists about what it's like to be a scientist. Uh Um, And the idea is not to talk about science, it's not a science communication show. Okay. But instead to look at all the kind of, basically to kind of show scientists in a more human light and show Uh a bit more transparency. Why do you think this works as a podcast? I think it's, it's, it's fundamentally, it's not really about scientists, it's about a human story. It's about someone telling you about their life and why they did the motivations, and that's a compelling story to anybody, not really to do with science at all. So laymans like myself could listen to it and completely understand everything you're talking about? Anyone could listen to it, hopefully. That's the whole aim. That's the, that's the whole point, hopefully. I feel like a bit of an outsider here. I feel like this is something that's just a hobby, but actually it's a really wonderful chance to be part of something and be part of a community that's, yeah, it seems to be really growing and really, really going. And, and how did you start when you first came up with this idea what kind of pushed you to start a podcast about it um listening to other shows so i was really inspired by uh comedians comedian podcast Mm -hmm. so i actually interviewed stuart goldsmith on the show in a kind of meta it's all about you know is it really all the same comedian Uh and kind of stuff um and so that i thought well these are really interesting stories and i could listen to comedians talking about it and recognize things in my own career and i started wondering well actually is there if i talk to scientists will i see the same patterns will there be the same things happening the winner of best new podcast is the Cinema by Dave Corkery and Kathy Cullen. Not expecting that. I mean, I love the format of this podcast, but for those listening who have got no idea, what is your podcast and what is it about? <laughs> it's just essentially us uh, walking home from the cinema, uh, which we were doing anyway, uh-huh. and so we decided to just record ourselves. Uh, it's the laziest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> we, so yeah, we record ourselves walking to and from the cinema, and we act a bit silly, and we have guests on every now and then. We go to the movies a lot, yeah. although we have a baby on the way. If you know a babysitter, yeah. <laughs> please send them our yeah. way, we would like to continue doing this. And this is really shocking, so. though. We weren't expecting... We weren't expecting this, because we, we looked at all the other nominees in uh-huh. the category, and, you know, they all <laughs> are really good. Like, <laughs> and, and were you listening to them? Did you know who they were? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, oh, we very much so. Um, I mean, and we just... Who are you fans of in the podcast world? I mean, I mean Edith Bowman is, yeah. is a huge yeah, uh, we love her. influence. They say bedroom editing, you know. <laughs> I'm literally just ed- piecing this together as soon as we get home in like half an hour. But that's yeah, that's what people love, isn't it, about podcasts? That's the reason for listening, right? To hear guys like you. Yeah, I guess Apparently, so. <laughs> I just... The Gold Award goes to Between the Ears for BBC Radio. Matthew Dodd, and I'm from BBC Radio 3. I look after all the speech programmes there. So basically, Between the Ears is Radio 3's kind of adventure in sound. It's our platform for all sorts of audio programmes that, that tell human stories, but might come from artists, might come from poets, musicians. Um, all told in a format that has to be innovative, has to be something, has to be really high quality, but is trying to do something different and something that you wouldn't find elsewhere. All sorts of people come to us, um, you know, on one hand, independent production companies, in-house BBC producers or artists who've just got an idea or poets sometimes come and say they want to do something in sound, writers who want to write something that, 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 that wouldn't really work elsewhere. You know, all sorts. It, it's, we, we try to have a kind of open door policy to be a platform for those people. Increasingly, I'm thinking about the podcast podcast audience because what it's clear is that something idiosyncratic something quirky something in a different way that 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 really gets a podcast audience and so no increasingly we are thinking about that and the other thing is that um the podcast um audience has a tolerance for something which is different and so on they've got different expectations and that really really plays into the hands of a program like uh, between the ears that's it from this year's british podcast awards and from this week's media podcast my thanks to rihanna dillon and peter price 
If you're a regular listener, you'll know that every episode of this show is dedicated to a donor who helps keep us on air. And today is no exception. This episode is dedicated to Joe Pitts, an assistant distribution manager at the BBC. Joe, I don't know what that means, but thank you for your donation. If you're a new listener, don't forget to subscribe for your fortnightly dose of media analysis and comment. Join the thousands that get new episodes straight to their phones as soon as they're released. Just press subscribe on your podcast app of choice. I've been Ollie Mann, the producers Matt Hill and Peter Price. And just to be clear, the media podcast did not enter the British Podcast Awards. It was a conflict of interest. We would have swept the boards if we had. The media podcast is a PPM production. Until next time, bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.